Okay, I guess it's time to finally do this. I've been wanting to do a podcast and not doing it because I'm scared of success and I'm scared of being held accountable. But I feel like today is the day. Today is your day. Let me just start by saying I'm Bobby Boom. I hate my voice. I love my voice. I'm going to start loving my voice. I am a self-proclaimed healer and God-given psychic. I was born Baptist and full of holy homosexual. And the biggest struggle in my life was having a God that made me so perfect, that called me into the ministry, yet tore me down every time I tried to get something as a child. Today is the day that I realized that I didn't need anybody, not even then. I never worried about my finger waves or how gay I was. I had my pastor, he held me up and put me in front of everybody to show that, oh yeah, I had this, I've been called in, I've been called into the ministry in a dream. Just so you know, I'm probably gonna bounce everywhere because I'm just getting stuff out and I'm not gonna snip it or anything. So when I was a child, when I was nine, I was called into the ministry and it was after these feelings of, oh gosh, I'm a sissy, you know? I just was different. And I knew that God didn't like that. That's what I, what I was taught from a very young age is these are God's rules. What I wasn't taught was that I'm special and God's rules carry me through. I'm going to single out some people. You probably turn this off if you're one of them, but I'm a, I'm in some echelon shit. I am one of them. Many are called, but the chosen are few and you have to put yourself in that place because when you're chosen, nobody's going to put you there. They'll hold you there for their amusements just to get what they want to, just to have a life, just to have a light dim. They love a dim light because that's what misery loves company. But you had to come out of that. I was taught at a very young age that no matter what, at the end of the day, God was going to send me to hell. Basically, he gave me a choice to be gay. I have a problem with that word. Yeah, he did. He gave me a choice. I choose it. I wasn't born gay. People aren't born with sexual desires. That is, That comes along the way. I've, I've been known to dabble in men who have vaginas. I've been known to skeet skirt to get what I want. Does that make me bisexual or anything? No, it doesn't. But it's it's important for it was important for me to try to try to be somebody else. And I didn't try by going to get a date. I ended up actually the girl that I wanted to date me. She was she's now gay. Kia Hooper, I love you. But like her turning me down. I went for her because she was the girl who I just knew. I felt like I knew that she was a, a lesbian, you know? And like, and she turned me down. I was the coolest kid. I thought, if I, I was never going to go up to any of the other girls because they would have laughed in my face. But Kia, I just felt like she was going to keep me from going to the fiery pits of hell. You know what's so funny is I prayed for the gay to go away. And at some point I just gave up. And I had to start believing in myself that hell is right here. I was starting to unravel these stories that I was being told by men who created these books to put people in their place who took from other religions that they were scared of. Christianity took what people had and made it their own 
and made them evil. You can be a prophet, but you can't be a psychic. You can be a healer, but you can't be a healer. It's like all these weird things. We can have Christmas, but that wasn't our holiday. That came from the pagans that we hate. We can have Halloween, or we can have all these things, not even Halloween, we can have Easter. But you took that from the pagans. It's a whole bunch of taken. What they took from me was my dignity as a child. I felt like that, you know? Because I was falling on my knees every day. Just let it go away. And eventually I gave up. And I was just like, this is how it's gonna be. And I did what they call running from your calling. I had to run. And boy, did I run. I was a self-sabotaging son of a bitch. I was taken from people who needed, who needed me to be there. And then I wasn't getting any repercussions, so I just kept taking and giving. And when I got caught, I would run. And when I came back, nobody fucking fucked with me. My mom always protected me. But whenever I came back, nobody fucked with me. I robbed white supremacists and took... I did some shit to people who I should never have been around as a transgender method prostitute. That's my story. And I, I kept taking... And I kept... I was in that body doing all this weird drug stuff and like being this person that was just crafty all of a sudden but there was like a, this thing in my head it wasn't like a conscience it was the thing in my head it was the real me saying what the fuck are you doing but that bad me had to show him because god didn't god wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna go to heaven so why the hell did i give a damn my life unraveled but i'm gonna tell you this children when your life is unraveling there's something in big in the making those them people that I talk about, those are the people that have something big coming in the making and mope about it the whole time. And they get it and it's not enough. Not the chosen, though. You fight for that light. I was a young, homosexual te teacher of Sunday school to children. Now, I'm glad I got to have that. I'm glad I didn't go to the pulpit and become some hypocrite telling somebody what this book says. Because later on, I would come to find out that book is a book. God is in my head. God is me. I was created in his image. God, the mother, is the creator. Everything that gives life is woman. I felt so bad that I just wanted to feel beautiful. That's why I became a transgender prostitute. I became transgender because I wanted to feel beautiful to men. I felt like them. I didn't feel like a gay. Because it's not about that. We don't feel anyway, but they tell us that's who we are. I've had more sex with straight men than I have gay. And it's not about the sex, it's about the connection of feeling that you have a man there that you can tell whatever you want. I realize that people, as a transgender prostitute, somebody that thinks that God says, I used to say, God doesn't make no junk. Somebody that thinks that God doesn't make junk now wants to mold and make your body different for these people to want you and love you and feel like you're beautiful, but that's not what they wanted. They wanted sex. And then I found out that I can get sex and money I mean, I was a little hurt that they didn't want to treat me like a woman. They wanted to be treated like a woman. But then this power came. This power came. You know what happens with people that when they get that power? They use it for different ab abilities or uses, you know. When you get that power of taking a man's money and knowing that he's going home to his wife and knowing that you did everything that she sh should have done to his ass. Spit on him, kicked him fisted him, whatever. I've done it all. I was a, There was a power. But that's not what I wanted. I'm glad I had that power because it translated into my life. I disconnected sex with 
love and I started going after straight men looking for this love, not for the sex part, but looking for this love because I have this information and I feel like you, look how I can hang out with you. Look where I can be. But every time I let sex get in the way and wondered why The topic of my talk today is why people treat us the way that they do and treat us as in quotations. Because rule number one is that nobody does anything to you. You allow them. We don't like to hear that though because we want to put the blame on somebody else. But no, when, you, when you're them, that's what you do. But when you're the chosen, you fall back a little, you know, a couple times. You know, you get your feelings hurt, but you, I realize that everyone that hurt my feelings, I was put in a place. I put myself into a place for my feelings to be hurt. And I allowed them to treat me the way. I mean, you can't stop how people are going to treat you, but you can certainly hold your head up a little higher. In my 20s, I definitely was like, I did for people all the time because that's what I do. I'm a giver. And I was doing it kind of low-key so that I could get some callback in my heart. You know, like I said, so I could tell myself, because I never tell, I never tell people what I did for them unless I really have to, to make my point. But I would do it for myself so that I could feel like I'm a good person. And I just keep getting screwed over. When I started being around people that actually have never believed in God and feel that way and see the desperation in what they say, changed my story I was a child in a town small town never I've never been picked on for being gay the people might have laughed or whatever but I don't give a fuck my friends care more than I do I don't I never cared I don't want to stir nothing up I don't want to cause no trouble I just want to be mean as a child so whenever I start thinking about what people did to me or how they treated me quote unquote I have to remember that I made this place blood, sweat, and tears for people to be able to quote-unquote treat me bad. And if they don't get it, they never get it. It's us that are more hurt. They never come back groveling. They don't believe in that. They'd rather move on and go to the next victim who will love them forever and treat them like shit because that's what happens. That's your magic, children. Not wanting them to have, not cussing somebody out and wanting all this bad shit for them. Because while you're fucking putting all that shit on them, they don't give two fucks. And you look like the crazy person. Because you're supposed to be chosen. Why are you yelling at imbeciles, Bobby Boom? Why are you, every time, every time you have a new boy on the road with you, that you're trying to better them, why are you constantly getting into feuds and looking like the crazy person? And people don't think that I'm crazy for the real reason. Why are you taking that shit from somebody? Because you're a queen. That's not why they think that I'm stupid. They think that I'm stupid because they've seen me repeat this pattern and tell people not to do it. We have to, we're all human and we have, you know, you can be in the depths of your shit and be depressed and stuff, but you don't, when you're on the floor, there's no time for that. There's no time to be emotional when you're the chosen. And it's gonna it's hard to get there, but you have to get there. And I'm saying that because from now on, I'm gonna stop being so emotional. Because I do it because I feel like it's a personal attack on me. But I'm so blessed. I no longer think, oh, they got away with something. Because I don't know what they're going through. Now I know 
you could have had a bad bitch. And I don't stop giving because the way that people treat me is a reflection of who they are. And when you walk away, you walk away. But you're definitely going to need me before I need you. I was raised in a family of independence. Whereas a child, I was allowed to be a child, not given any money, not given anything. I was kept in a certain box. I did everything to get out of that box, but I'm glad I was put in that box because I see these motherfuckers that didn't go to church, didn't have God on their back like I did, and have they have no accountability, and even brag that they are don't believe in a God. Worse than the Christians, but that's why I'm here. That's why you're here, children, for those people. When I was faced with those people that didn't believe in God, my Christian instinct was like, oh no, you got to get out of here. So that's what Christians do. They retreat to church. Because the Bible says, do not dwell in the house of unbelievers. And I felt like, oh, these are the unbelievers. They're dancing, white people dancing, naked around a fire. And I'm like, this is what they're talking about. This is the devil. But I never felt more open and revived and alive in my life than being around these people that are unbelievers. Because that's why I'm here. They don't expect a black gay to say that I believe in God. They don't expect anything that comes out of my mouth to be that. That's the power. You know, we all we always care about people that treat us wrong. We put all that energy into saying it or not saying it or not, not nipping anybody. Because saying it and not saying it are the same thing. You know? Because when you say it, you probably say it with too much emotion. When you don't say it, you allow somebody else, you allow them to keep doing it to you. You allow people to keep doing it to you. You got to stand up for who you are because nobody's going to do it. And when you start to see that, don't be a pity party. Remember that you are put in that place for people to treat you like that so you can be treated like that until you get it. I, I love Jesus. I love the story of him. I believe I am him. He is in me. I have adapted everything that he is because I just always had to love and just live my life. And that's why I'm glad that I knew that story. But I also know it's just a story. And the fact that he rose was a thing that, to make us believe in all that shit. But what they don't focus on is the fact that he always said to love and never gave rules. Jesus would blow up the churches that we have nowadays. There's no Jesus in the Christianity. Jesus is just a story. It's just some guy. That's what people think. I'm glad that I was able to be able to fear the Lord. Because if you think that the God, the Almighty above you, is going to fuck you up, you're not terrified of anybody. Lead with your heart. Start leading your real heart step up to the plate and say how you feel I tell my friend all the time nobody likes a bitch that's only like 15 hours a day you gotta be a 24-7 bitch they need to talk about you being a bitch you need to get upset that they're talking about you being a bitch so you can remember that that's why you did it you know what happens when, when I was be, being called a bitch by all these adults who I was managing and putting them in their place I gave these people my friends a position so I wanted to see how friends would work. I know they don't work good. Also, I like to get people fucked up and tell them off and throw them. I love to fire people and throw them out. That's my thing. I'm sorry. But I knew that I knew my friends were going to do that shit. And I, they all had stories. 
They all had stories of why they were there and how I brought them out of something. But they forgot about that. Because what they saw was me living high on the hog. They saw me not inviting them to my house. Because if I invite you to my house, then I'm going to talk about work. And you don't want me to talk about work. And then when I didn't talk about work enough, then they started blowing up on me. And it's the worst thing to feel like you look like a punk. But it's so good to not react when they, that's what they want from you. I should have killed that bitch that day. Because the disrespect, you every time you tarnish a chosen, every time you fuck somebody over that's doing something for you, every time you forget about that, every time you blame someone and think that you're doing all this and all that, you're probably the one that's taken from them. Every time you do that to a chosen, you, you threaten our lights. Everybody thinks I'm Bobby Boom and I'm all bubbly. It's taken me this long to make a podcast because I don't, I don't think that I am everything that people say that I'm getting to where I'm bigger and badder. But I still feel like I still have days where I don't feel like, and I'm not finishing those sentences because I don't want to put that out into the world. When I have those times, it's quick it's easy but then I know the breakthrough is coming your breakthrough is coming you're going through some shit right now with people treating you like shit because you allow them to because you forget that you're a queen you probably have someone in your life like me that's telling you how much you know not, not even like me because I pump people up but you probably have someone in your life that's telling you what you did for them and how you make them feel and you're not worried about that you're worried about the person you put your all into that's them type of shit. We gotta stop acting like them. Cause we'll be that forever. You don't wanna be a petty queen. Nobody respects that. You don't wanna be a petty king. Nobody respects that. Why? They're, they're subjects, everyone. When you're the chosen, I'm sorry to say this, but I don't care how you feel about it. They're your subjects. The chosen, nobody's ever going to love us. Jesus, there was no story about a lover because he loved everybody else. When you have that love for yourself, you drag yourself through these things with people because you want to complete yourself. But you got to complete your love for yourself. That makes sense. Stop loving everybody hard and making yourself seem like the victim because you're not. You're, you're making them miss their blessing. Put the hand down. Be a bitch. Tell them how you feel. Not, oh, I told them. When you tell people, kings and queens out there, my children, when you actually tell people, when you bark, you'll get the reaction that you need. When you think that you barked. I always watch people that tell me, people that I feel like are stronger than me and bigger than me, people who made me, I always see them say what people have done and I have these conversations with them, building them back up because they're lights. And I'm done doing that. Because you want to know what they do? They run back and keep on going with the same shit. That's our thing is like, we need to have people around us to feel wanted. But when you look back and see all the marks that you didn't even put out there intentionally, all the people who you, if God could put out a role for all of you kings and queens, your big pages way outweigh the fucking losers that you allowed to be around you and didn't come back to apologize. And when they do come back and apologize, 
be open and honest and let them have it. I am grateful that people respect and love me. The people who I thought, the people who I let take me to the ends of my shit to where I'm losing it and looking stupid and I'm not fun anymore because I hate everybody. People who are looking at me to just be like, oh, brush it off. A lot of them didn't come back, but the ones that really hurt me the most, they come back. I don't give a fuck about those seeds that I planted. I don't even give a damn about watering them anymore. But those ones, those roots that you that you have to, those people that you have to, those people that you have to, if they don't come back, you go snatch them. Go back and tell them how much they hurt you. Don't let a day go, another day go by that you don't put somebody in their place that puts you in another place. You know who I'm talking to. You know your royalty. You know you ain't been living your best life. You know you've been looking like you've been living your best life and making everybody else live their best life. Motherfuckers be hurting you. And I'm talking to the strongest ones out of you all who just keep those people around and you just think, oh, I'm doing a good job. I don't need you. I look it out. It doesn't do any service to your other subjects. You gotta show emotion. Hardcore. Strong. My mom was a bitch, y'all said. She was friendly, and when she gave, she always gave, but she gave with a stern hand. Motherfucker, listen, I don't, don't you come back and. But they always came back when they needed it. I'm glad that she passed away so that she can be inside of me and not beside me. People who we need to be here, we feel like. People that die. If you've been seeing a whole bunch of death, probably I've been seeing death in threes for strong people because we haven't seen death and it makes us think it should make us think about life you don't feel like that right now that death makes you think about all the things that you should have did you couldn't have done anything else and those people that pass away they're there to be our angels they can do much better good you know those three that died they were probably assholes you and you bow down to those assholes. They had to leave because they had to really watch over you. It's the ones that screw us over the hardest that we love hard that die and go. But you know what? If you took me to that place, I'm okay with you leaving. I'm okay with death. I'm okay with having people, my friends die. I don't care about the circumstances, but I know that when it's your time, you gotta go. And I hope that all of our friends think about life People only treat you how you allow them to. And that is a direct reflection of yourself because you treat these people that way. You want to do good? Keep doing good. Keep not telling people what you do for them. But when it comes down and they let you down, stand the fuck up. Don't be a bigger person. Don't be crafty or I'm playing this game. No, stand the fuck up because you're a king and you're chosen. You're a queen and you're chosen. One bad apple can ruin the whole bunch. And it unravels unfold before your eyes. And you didn't, you never even traced it back to that one person that did that one time and you were a bigger person didn't say shit. You didn't trace it back to that one time when you held your tongue when you should have cussed them out. There's no bigger person. I'm not going to take a high road. The high road is taking care of myself. I'm the only person that wipes my ass at the end of the day. 
I'm the only person that got me to where I am because of my decisions. Yeah, people helped me along the way, but it was my decisions and my God and my goddesses. It was my decisions that landed me in jail and drugs and stuff that I don't regret because if I would, if I didn't go through that shit, I'd be a pamper bougie bitch that is just, just being gay, just to be gay, just flopping around. I had to go through that shit. I was treated like shit because I was treating myself like shit. When somebody's treating you like shit, look in the mirror and see why. What did you do? It all traces back. Rule number two, don't ever let people think that they got you without letting them know that they got you. It's not about being being like, oh, that's fine. You hurt me, but I'm okay. No. You gotta know that you got me. I go for the heartstrings. You did this to me and I'm a black gay homosexual. And if you did it to me as a white man, that's what I tell him. What is somebody else gonna do? I don't nobody does shit to me. I'm not a black gay man. I'm a, I'm more than that. I'm an alien. I'm a conqueror. But that you have to tug on people's heartstrings because they don't they don't they don't get it like that. They the parents never let me say it this way. People don't get that they're hurting us. Because a lot of these people that were around now in our generation, they didn't have their parents around. Or their parents were, they were just out of that whooping stage. Nobody's disciplining anymore. And the children are getting weaker and wiser. And if you let them get away with that shit, they'll keep fucking charming you. Well, these kids nowadays are charmers. I love to fall for it because I love to fall in love. I love to be used because it builds me back up for somebody else. If they're gonna treat you like that, let them. I let them beat me down. I'm a psychic, so I know. I don't know what exactly is gonna happen, but I know I can feel some shit brewing. Now it's time for me to stand up when I feel it and call it out then. Really, it's a true, real test of your psychic abilities. You have to know the power that's within you. Even if you're not a psychic, you have to know that you're chosen. You're still listening to my babbling ass. Because you're chosen. Because you need this medicine. You need this. And for the people that can't let go like me, get yourself some candles. Get an altar. Step one. Get an altar. In church, that's where we would lay our burdens down. We would go for the biggest prayer, the best prayer. People would fall out. They would pray their asses off, man. But you left your burdens at the altar. That's what you can do. You can't can't fight fire with fire and if you don't let if you don't get if you don't put this shit on something if you don't put this in a sacred place you're gonna hold it and carry it around and it's gonna be right following you you already have too much shit going on don't let that shit follow you nip it in the bud take it or don't take it but nip it in the bud don't let them do this to you anymore you don't have to take it you chose to take it that was your destiny to be screwed over, quote unquote, all these millions of times. But you forgot about you. You forgot that why you think that those people don't get screwed over is because they don't have shit to show for. That's why they came to screw you over. When you feel like you got screwed over, pat yourself on the back because you were in a place to screw them over. I give without 
anything. I buy people food. I just do. Because my family has always been like that. I've just been taught that way. I will drain my bank account and overdraw it to make sure that you, to keep this presence of a look going. I felt like that for so long. It's just a look. I'm just doing this for, for show. No, I'll do it. I do it. I can overdraw my account by thousands of dollars because I know that that money is going to be back in there. Because I'm not worried anymore because it's always came for me. You know it always comes for you. You know that you get the blessings that you want. That's not just, oh, I got it and I deserve it. That's because you had to work hard. You're in a position for people to treat you like shit because you're the shit. That's why they go back to those losers when they leave you because they'd rather be around somebody that doesn't have shit. And more often than not, what goes around comes around. Don't seek vengeance. Light a candle on your altar for them. Put that there. If you need to see that your magic is real, somebody's really fucking with you and you need to make an example, tear some shit up, flush some shit down the toilet. Not to kill them, just with an intention to hurt them. Watch what you do, but it's going to come back on you. We're not living up to our full potential because there's so many blockers. But what I've realized, I've always felt in my life, I never cared about the news or the presidents or anything because I'm like, my life is my life, especially when I started making money. The president, no, I don't care who the president is. I don't care about these bills that they're passing, all these things that they're saying in the media trying to get us all stirred up. I'm not going to watch these fucking violent videos of how the police are killing black men so that I can get angry with rage. I'm not going to feed into that because what I got going on has nothing to do with anybody else and all to do with everybody. When you're working your own program, taking care of yourself, not letting people treat you like shit, quote unquote, or striving not to, even you don't even have to get it because it doesn't come like that. You just, when you're striving, when you catch yourself saying things that are not self-affirming. Someone once said, watch what follows the words I am. I am tired, I am broke, I am a loser. Watch what follows the words I am because those words will follow you. I stopped. I'm rich. I get down to my last penny. I bought a fucking beer for this to take my nerves off the edge with change. No money to do anything. I don't need to ask, borrow, or do nothing. I just need to wait. I've had plenty of opportunities to have money saved up. But I don't believe in that shit. That turns you into something else. This money is an energy. Give it out. Be poor. Because that's not what it's about. The richness is the fact that you know it's going to come to you. If you don't see it, you're going to be a person that gets God's graces. You're going to be a, a chosen that gets God's graces and doesn't distribute them. Because woe is you. And you're going to come back like a caterpillar. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be the ugly duckling. You're going to be something that you can't control. Don't run from your calling. Stop using people to make yourself feel good and start using them to better the world. Start touching people's lives and saying exactly how you feel so that they can respect you and go and tell somebody else. Stop enabling people to do things that you don't want to do yourself to fit in 
and start standing up. Shake the tree. Go to rehab. Not because you're a drug addict, because you don't. You know you only do drugs because you love them, but just to clear your mind and show people that nobody asked me how I felt about myself. When you make steps like that, you want to know why we don't go to rehab? You should always go to rehab. I love rehab. It was great. I was in there for, I could have been in there forever. I felt at home with a bunch of white bikers. You know, I've been in the Baptist church with all this hoity-toity looking cute and nobody ever really loved me. I was just like a clown, the little, you know, the little gay clown. That's what they want. Oh, he's a little cute. Look at him walk and talk. Talk about him behind his back. Let's get dressed up and go to church. I hated that. I hate dressing up. I hate tucking my shirt in. I'm short and fat. I hated the fact that you had to go. One time I went to church when I started being trans. I went to church with a purse and a little bit of makeup on. This is when, well, this is when I was a kid and I was trying out trans. I had ran away from home and everybody knew it. They knew all my business. And when I came to the church, all they wanted to get focus on was that I had a skirt on. I did have a weave, okay, I had, I forgot, I had a purse. I wore the purse to feel intentional. Not even the weave, the weave was just me, because I did hair, I didn't care about my hair. I was not my hair. My hair was whipped and looking good. I was not my hair, but they focused on, they said I had a skirt on. I would have never wore a skirt in the house of God. Never. I feel more convicted by God than half of those people in there that didn't take me as a child and say here when I first got on drugs I went to the biggest church of my neighborhood I never went there but I loved it when I went there they were so loving I wrote the pastor a heartfelt note I really wanted out he never called me back not even to say we'll pray for you and I went to this biker church where their motto was no shoes no shirt will serve you. I had been in this rehab before and it was dusty and rusty, not for me. I was a bougie drug addict. Uh-uh, if I'm going to get clean, it needs to be good. When I went to the good, clean rehab, though, they hated on me. They got me thrown out. They're the reason why I changed my life. This man that threw me out of that rehab was so divisive. I would never talk to my father about my homosexuality, but he made sure to tell him Call and tell him, your son's being thrown out because he's making people feel uncomfortable. I'm glad. Be glad about the haters because when you look back, they led you to where you were. If they had not hated on me, I would have never walked seven miles past every drug dealer. To my demise... The last time I went to this set free, they came and picked me up. They wanted to rescue me. But that, I left in the middle of the day after I got there. So they're like, oh, no, mm-mm. you got to walk down here. And I walked. I walked to go live in the desert. I walked to go be humble and eat beans and rice and be fed Jesus Christ. All day, every day. Bible study like no other. I never went to church Bible study because there was no feeding in it. Because that was their God. And all that I had done and how shady I was, it mattered that day, Christmas Eve. You're going to take the high road 
and go and get some drugs because your dad didn't come and get you because you can't go home for Christmas because he told you not to go? Or are you going to show him? I didn't know I had it in me, but I showed him. You always show up, my children. It's not even about the people that you try hard for. It's about the people that don't, that you don't have to try. It's about the people that don't blow smoke up your ass. We're so used to people blowing smoke up our asses because we're so magical. They want to be around us. They think that's, we love that yes man shit too. Especially in your 20s. Yeah, oh yeah, build me up. Yeah, oh yeah. If they're not fucking telling you about yourself, I had old black ladies be my bestest friends and I, they would read me for filth and I hated it, but they told me about myself because they were worried about me being shady. I didn't have that, that bond with my mother where I could tell her absolutely everything until the drugs. But those ladies were in there in the middle, holding me up. I walked that day, Christmas Eve, to my demise, what I felt. I felt defeated. I can't go smoke another bowl of tweak and there was nowhere to go. I had drained every resource and I walked. And that's why I'm still walking. Those leap of faith, those times when you really have to show them, it's for you. You do it in that moment for them, but it's in the long run, I see it was for me. Number one, nobody treats you anyway. You allow them to. That's the key to all of our broken hearts, especially as chosen. When you feel so let down because you had so much and you gave so much to them, it's not because you don't feel bad for them. You feel bad because deep inside you know that you're worth more. Today you're worth more. I didn't want to do this podcast. I don't want to do it. It's probably the only one. I'm so nervous. I hate my voice. I do did this for you. Don't wait for people to tell you anything or placate you or because they're not going to. And if they do, they're not for you. Love yourself. When you get down, lift yourself up. Remember that you're the only person that wipes your ass. Live boldly by yourself. It's okay. When you live boldly by yourself, you don't have to bring people in. People will be attracted to you, the right people who need you. We spend so much time with the ingrates that make us feel free. That we just want to help, that don't give a fuck about us. We spend so much time on them that we don't see the people in betweens. Those are the people that matter. I'm glad I took this time to do this. I really needed to get some shit out. Just for people who really need to hear it. I tell people the same shit all the time. People don't treat you anyway. We get caught up in saying what people did to us. You made me mad. I stopped doing that. You can't make me mad. The more I say it, the more mad I get. And I get mad. I had to take that you made me out of it. You didn't do shit. I know that my riches are in heaven. I know that I've come back into this body because my soul needed to be here again. Not for me. I'm taken care of. 
I don't worry for money. I don't worry for anything anymore. I'm taking care of it. It's for you. And them. That's why they beat you down. Because it's for them. When you take yourself out of the equation, when you realize that when you realize that you're doing shit to get to get hurt because you love that feeling, because it's it's like a drug, the victimized feeling. Oh, especially when you don't tell anybody all the shit you've done for people, except for that one best friend you break down. They didn't need to hear that breakdown. They don't use you. You just wanted to unload on them. We don't think about that in our selfish endeavors. Start thinking about yourself as higher. You're better than them. You're better than the thems. They need you to be above and better so that they can be better. Some people don't make it to the master level. Everybody's not meant to be a master. But the people that are, you gotta step up. I guess I'm gonna put this on Facebook or wherever, but if you want to, any topics for me to talk about, I wanna ask you. I don't have things, generally when I try to pull topics out, it comes from a place of emotion. Like to read for somebody, that's really why I don't do my podcast. Because when I give them, when I want to do them, I want to do it for the wrong reason. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, or you want to hear how I feel about, ask me. Leave it in the comment section. Let's do this together. Hopefully, I'll do another one. I love you. I love you. <clears throat> I love you. If no one ever tells you. I don't even know who you are right now, but I love you. Sorry. It's a burp. Loved you enough to step out of my bubble. To be uncomfortable and give this because you needed it. Step out of your bubble. Stop being comfortable. You could change somebody's life. Okay, that's all. Have a blessed day. Be well. And always love everyone. Even the ones that you hate, love them the most.